0: Hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk drunk, account, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk, drunk, drunk drunk again, drunk accountant. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan, and with me on the podcast today, Jack Dixon founder, Back Beach Accounting. Mate, how you going? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Just happy to be here. Yeah, well, it's good to have you here because, you know, uh, as you know, and, and the, the listeners would know, I've been trying to find a replacement for Tim for weeks now. Um, he's off being a first-time dad. Um, he has had his baby. He's, you know, everyone's happy and healthy, but he's, he's running around doing all those sorts of things. So, He's busy, and, and while that's happening, I'm taking advantage of this few weeks break from Tim to see if I can just find a replacement. I've had Heather, I've had uh, Orford man on the street, and now, Jack, I've got you.
1: Yeah, they're pretty big shoes to fill, but yeah. I'm uh, happy to have a go at it yeah. as a cameo.
0: <laughs> if you're watching the video of this, you'll see I do have a little a little Tim here uh, next to me, just just so he's here in spirit. Him. Yeah, exactly. We will refer to Tim occasionally. See what he has to think. Uh, but first off, this has gone terribly in the previous weeks. So let's see how it goes now. What is the Tim and Danlo? Danlo? It's, it's just, it's just kind of sad every week. By <laughs> myself. We miss you, Tim. <laughs> yeah. So I do have a new little segment that I didn't warn you about here, Jack. Um, it's called uh, "What's New with Tim." just to give a Tim update. Um, I'm just going to say things that I think Tim would normally say on the podcast. Just what what would be Tim's update? He has, he hasn't told me any of this. It's just what I assume is happening in Tim's life. Of course. The first one is uh, um, some Essendon news because Tim loves Essendon. Uh, Walla has come out of retirement for Essendon, and I know that would be a big deal for Tim. So I wrote that down. So just want to mention that. You know, obviously he has big hopes for Essendon. Yada yada yada, all that crap. Um, uh, i'm assuming tim bought a charger for his tesla that's probably an update he would do right now so that's good uh and he's also you know been a dad his baby's born i think i said that last week but his baby's born and uh that's it that's the tim update that's all he would have said this week so it's like he's 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 here anyway
1: did did he have a boy or a girl
0: he had a boy he had a boy okay
1: cool yes all Right. nice well at the beginning it's just changing lots of nappies, really, so...
0: Mm, I think that's what he's doing, yeah. I spoke to him <laughs> yesterday, and that seems to me a majority of his life, so that's good. It's fun times for him.
1: Yeah, we did the cloth nappies a bit early on. It's like 10 a day. It's ridiculous.
0: Oh, that's a lot of washing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. All right, but uh, yeah, Jack, what's what's been going on with you? What, what, what have you been up to?
1: Um, I suppose just settling back into home. So mm-hmm. uh, my wife's a Canadian and mm-hmm. we'd gone over to uh, Canada for a couple of months from mid-July through to mid-September, mm-hmm. um, which was really nice. Summer over there and uh, got me in a really good mood to come back home and, and you know, look forward to summer here. So uh, I'm kind of looking forward to that because the last few summers up here in Coffs Harbour in particular, has just been, they haven't been normal for a Probably a good three years, maybe four years now.
0: I couldn't Ooh. relate to that more, like not the Canada bit because I didn't go to Canada and I'm super jealous about that. But um, <laughs> the the feeling like you haven't had a real summer in – like cause there was the fires and then there oh, was yeah. rain basically.
1: <laughs> yeah. I can't – so we moved up here in 2018 and that first summer
0: mm. we
1: just had like a one-year-old, we met other people like us, we were just mm. having a little day barbecues, and it was super nice, mm. spontaneous, that was great. Mm. The next one was the fires and then I think, so you sort of couldn't go outside but then the one after that was like drought mm. and then floods in the same summer or something like that and then COVID came the year after and it was, you know, you can't get together with too many friends and yeah so we we just we haven't had a summer.
0: we haven't had a normal christmas and summer period yet so i'm i'm super excited just to like go to the beach and experience the sun and and just have a you know as one of my friend <laughs> one of my friends has been referring it to it as dan's hot boy summer um so i'm looking forward to that but it's it's a uh, what are the key ingredients of a hot boy. I don't know, again? I don't know, but it sounds fun, so I'm going to go enjoy that. Um, but no, That's I, I agree. Yeah, exactly. It's just been it's just been a weird few years of summers, so I'm I'm keen for a good one.
1: Yeah, yeah, bring it on. Yeah, excited.
0: Um, uh, I suppose what's been going on with me? Um, not a lot. Just the usual work. Tim's off, so I'm covering a bunch of stuff here in the office, which has been been good. Um, what I, I can't even think about what I've been doing. I'm going to Melbourne in a few weeks. I think I mentioned that a few weeks ago. So that's fun. Going to watch the Harry Potter theatre show.
1: Oh, yeah. That'll be nice. Yeah.
0: Should be good. Should be good. Cool. But, yeah, nothing nothing going on with me.
1: We're starting to look at um, – we're going out to Sydney for um, for Christmas. We're starting to look at, like, is there a Bluey concert or something like that? <laughs> with kids, you just get <laughs> swallowed by that stuff. Uh, we got two little girls, so.
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, Bluey is good though. I've got some nephews that uh, every time I hang around with them, I watch a lot of Bluey.
1: Oh yeah. You watch it and I sort of, when my daughter's like hassling for it, I don't mind because mm. it's kind of jokes in there for us too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, let's move on to the, uh, business update this week, uh, sponsored by cats. Thanks cats for the business update. Thank you, Yep. Yeah. Um, And I appreciate you joined in for that. That was good. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are
1: very intentional about that, but you do it well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we forgot to mention we had an accounting firm for about three years of doing the podcasts, And so one day we just decided to make um, the business update sponsored by CATS
1: oh I, that's it it doesn't have to be a shameless plug but come on like the, you're here for a little bit of exposure too
0: exactly we, well, we just we're terrible marketers of ourselves. um <laughs> we can come up with funny names and some semi-good content but the rest we're terrible at it's
1: good content yeah
0: thank you um anyway business update have you been following what's going on with these new um uh industrial relation laws that are being passed through and, and what's going on there
1: I haven't in particular.
0: Yeah, Sorry. I've I've only been keeping a small ear to the ground with it, um, but it looks like sometime in the next couple of weeks there might be some new legislation passed, which which are going to be some decent changes um, and decent in in the size, not not in the the quality of them. I haven't really assessed it all properly, but it's just something to be aware of, I think, because um, there will be some rule changes around like flexible hours for for people and. If you're a bit larger of a business, um, multi-business um, negotiations with employees and and things like that, that I think um, will be a bit of a shake-up for some people. So I think it's just something to be to be aware of that this is a law that might be coming soon. Cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I haven't seen beyond a bit of like bashing in the media. I saw a bit of just a few racy headlines and whatnot
0: yeah yeah exactly that's that's pretty much all i've seen and i've listened to a couple of podcasts but um but i suppose the devil will be in the in the detail when it finally gets you know passed through because there's going to be some negotiations between now and then things will drop out things will be added in that's just what happens you know um yeah for sure so you know if i if i was tim i wouldn't go buy a tesla um just yet (laughs) i did
1: i did hear about that (laughs) unfortunate
0: Unfortunate for Tim. Um, funny for the pod- podcast, but unfortunate for Tim. Um, yeah, it was good content. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's move on. Um, uh, actually, I, I do have um, I do have something I want to read out here, which was which was pretty funny. So uh, we put out in the um, out in the universe that the the annual Drunkie Awards are coming up. Yeah. And this is a very big deal. Um, You know, people far and wide come to try and win a drunkie every year. And and one of the categories that we have is um, uh, the best review or the funniest review. So someone, people, they go on Apple, Google, wherever they want to leave us a review. They go leave a review of the podcast. We read them and we choose the funniest one. So sometimes they just email them to us. Um, mm-hmm. but I had one submitted during the week that popped up on my phone and I thought I'd read it because I, I had a laugh about it. So it says, okay. here's the headline stuck in North Sydney with two drunk accountants. It says, imagine the scene you're trying to get into the casino and you're stuck in North Sydney after a big zero con party. You've just killed it on karaoke and you're ready to kick on. You just need a ferry to get to circular key. And finally it shows up Bingo then you need to grab a cab. Uber surge pricing is not your friend and a yellow cab shows up and you're feeling generous spirit after the party and you encounter two random strangers in the street. The two drunk accountants. 20 minutes later and oversharing your life story with them, you're drinking whiskey and playing blackjack with these two legends until 3 a.m. and they have convinced you that they need to bring you into the tent and they agree with the name that you've given yourself, the podfather. Funny old night. <laughs> Five stars. But was an accountant? So yeah, it's a guy John, <laughs> okay. who we met at three AM <laughs> after Zerocon, and we drank whiskey sours and um, named him the Podfather for no He has no experience in podcasts, um, but he, he became the Podfather, which is what happens at, at that time at night. And uh, it was a. just a talk. good review. For sure. So I think he, he's he's in contention. So if if you think you can leave a review that's better than that then you need to go out there and you need to review us. Not only is it funny, but it also helps people find us because the more people that review and rate the podcast on those platforms, the higher in the charts it goes and more people find us. So um, make sure you go do that because it's funny. We like to laugh at it. And your review could be read out on the podcast and have us laugh at it.
1: Have you seen some of those reviews on the internet that are just ridiculous, like intentionally absurd? (laughs) No. So sometimes people go and put like a, a review under like a national park and they're like, I was expecting more rocks or something. Like just <laughs> dumb stuff like that. <laughs> and this one came across, I think I saw it in my socials and you got me thinking about it and I've just pulled it up here. Mm. But someone reviewed their experience on Earth and they gave it three stars saying it was okay. <laughs> and it says they've been verified human under it. But here's the review. Yeah. The tacos were good. Some of the people were pretty chill. Beautiful sunsets but there was also a lot of friction and injustice and heartbreak and the whole place was woefully mismanaged. (laughs) But we found our ways to have fun and make it interesting and we even healed a little bit along the way. I probably won't come back.
0: (laughs) That end line makes the whole thing. I probably won't come back. (laughs) For
1: sure. (laughs) But yeah, people are spending time doing things like this.
0: Yeah, so if... um I'd love a, a review like that on us. That would be good. That would be funny. So get out there, give a review. It's good. All right, let's dive into the tight tip. Um, so uh, I've had two people give a tight tip during the last week and a half. And I don't think I said this one last week, but um, it was uh, to only drink during happy hour. Okay. And so two separate people reached out and told me this one during the week. Uh, one was a story that I did asking people to send me and another one just randomly, it was actually Tim's parents reached out and said, drink during, during ass, um sorry, drink during happy hour, which should yeah. be renamed Tidass hour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good one. That's a good one. But I do want to tell a quick TADAS fail story. Sure. Um, a, posted this one online during the week as well because I thought it was funny. But last week, the TARDAS tip was um, check your health insurance limits because you might have um, caps that you haven't spent and it's about to roll over. So this was from Orford Man on the Street, who is a physio. So of course that that benefits him. Um, And one from about a year ago was Tim saying, buy your sunscreen on your health insurance if it allows because you just get the money back. It's free sunscreen. Um, So I thought... I'm going to use two of these tips. So it's, it was a sunny weekend. I was going to go for a SUP board and I was like, I'm going to go buy some sunscreen. And I'm going to use two of these tips. I checked my limit. I had plenty there and I was going to use Tim's once. So I was like, how good am I? This is great. So I go down to the shops. Uh, the Cancer Council stuff was half price. So I was like, I, not only am I using this TARDIS tips, but I'm getting double the amount of sunscreen right now. Mm-hmm. I get it. I'm in the car. I'm driving home. I'm like celebrating myself about how good this TARDIS adventure has been today. Uh, And then when I got home, I realized I didn't get the receipt and I probably can't claim it. I was like,
1: you're going to say you forgot the board.
0: (laughs) No, exactly. No, I had the board, forgot the receipt, couldn't claim the sunscreen. And now I'm just like, I hated myself for the rest of that day. (laughs) I was like, this was the best I had it. But the problem was, I was like, Oh, maybe I can send a screenshot of like the transaction in my bank account, but Mm -hmm. I bought other stuff. So it's like not exactly what the sunscreen was. $80 Eighty dollars um, sunscreen. Yeah, so exactly. So work. I've submitted it anyway. I'm just going to see what happens. But um, oh, there goes Tim. Tim Somebody fell Tim. off his perch. <laughs> he's, he's so mad about that tight ass fail that he's just he's out. Um. Yeah. So did yeah, you, that was good. Do you have a tight you jump ass tip? Jump onto
1: your uh, your backup tip. Like, just head to the pub. Hopefully, it was
0: happy hour. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'll just I'll just go save money during happy hour.
1: I have um. So I want to follow up on one. You had a tight ass tip Mm. about checkout codes and how there's apps that will give you a checkout code when you're buying something online. Yes. And you were talking about an American one, but I don't know if it got brought up again in a Mm. follow-up podcast, but did you find like a local one?
0: I didn't. No, I don't think we went any further with that one. Have you?
1: Yeah. Well... Um, you know Microsoft Edge? It's like Microsoft's version of Google Chrome. It's a browser.
0: So I've actually seen this. It pops up and tells me that there's a voucher. I've, I've had this. It goes hunting, right? Yeah.
1: It's crazy. Like I, I just noticed that the other day. Like yeah. I bought something. It's so yeah, anyone doesn't know about that, if you're using Microsoft Edge, you go to check out at some store. It like takes a moment and scans the web looking for a code for you without you even asking it. Yeah, it didn't so find anything for me, but did it worked for
0: you. <laughs> but it did it. Um, it. Yeah, but I already had a code for that one that I was using.
1: Did you put it in yet? Yes. Or did it just find it as well? And it
0: no, I, I'd already put it in and then it said there is a code available for this. Okay. Um, and I think it was the same one.
1: But okay, Well, maybe it, maybe it does nothing. Maybe just Microsoft Edge pretends to look. So <laughs> it's like getting me to plug them on a, a podcast.
0: No, like but, but I agree. And this must be a new feature because I only noticed it recently as well. I was buying something. I don't even remember what I was buying. And, and it came up and said there was a voucher. And I said, I was like, oh, wow, this is good. Um, so, yeah, Microsoft Edge does a bunch of things like that. also tells you when your passwords appear on the dark web. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, so if you save your passwords using the Edge system, not like an external mm-hmm. one, um, th- their security constantly searches for known databases of people's stuff um, and it tells you that, hey, your password and email combination has been found somewhere, um, go change them.
1: That's pretty good. Yeah. I, th- I think it does a lot of the, the same sort of stuff as Google Chrome. I think it's pretty powerful and mm. they just do the privacy a bit better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But
1: um, I'm still like stuck to Google a little bit. I haven't torn that band aid off.
0: Do you use Google um, Suite for everything or are you an Office guy?
1: Nah, that's it. I'm, I'm stuck with like Office, you know, like going mm. through the ranks as an accountant. Yeah. It's just Outlook. It just is. Yeah, exactly. It is. And it it just is. From, yeah. <laughs> Even if you could get away from Outlook, you would never get away from Excel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sheets isn't as good. Um, <laughs> it's just not gonna. Yeah. It's not gonna replace Excel. Um, have you seen? I was gonna buy um, um, <laughs> uh, for a Secret Santa gift. There's these mugs going around that say "Freak in the Sheets" and it's got an Excel spreadsheet thing. I, th- I thought that was very funny. <laughs> Ridiculous. I <laughs> uh, All right. Sorry. There is
1: an app out there I just found like the other day that you can uh, type in, like it uses AI. You type in what you want to do in an Excel mm. and then it'll just write the formula for you. You just like type it in like words. Like I want this cell to do that. It's called like, a, I put it up on LinkedIn yeah, like, right. today. So
0: that is awesome. The, I'm going to go to your LinkedIn and find that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty handy. Like probably the accountants listening will be impressed.
0: Yeah. All the accounts listening. Be- were like, where's be specific. Where do I find that?
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, just jump on the link.
0: Yep, cool. All right, that's good. Let's let's move on to our main topic, which is uh, today, and and you came up with this topic idea, which I thought was great. Um, we want to chat about lifestyle accounting again and what that concept actually is, because Tim and I talk about it a bit, and there are um, you know other people around talking about it as well, but um, we all seem to have slightly maybe definitions of it and. And we want to talk about what does it actually mean and, and what does that mean to us as accountants? Because obviously your backstory, and I'm, I'm sure people figured it out from um, from where you're from, but you're an accountant and you, you yeah. work with small businesses. And like me and Tim, you're, you're, you're helping people try and figure out and navigate that journey. Um, but yeah, we just wanted to have a chat about what is lifestyle accounting and, and what does it actually mean? So, so let, let's start with you what do you think lifestyle accounting is or or why is this something that you wanted to chat about?
1: Okay. So I guess I'm pretty passionate about it because uh, the accounting space is evolving, right? Mm. But still lots of people kind of just think their accountant does a tax return. Yeah. And that's that, but they can do a whole lot more to help. Mm. And especially when so many business owners have this like obvious puzzle in front of them of having, like decided to go into business. And a lot of the time they're motivated by thinking like work for myself, like freedom and stuff. Mm. But it's usually the exact opposite. You work for yourself and you just get owned by this thing. Yeah.
0: Oh, I couldn't. And there'd be so many people listening to this right now who couldn't relate to that more where it's like um, the, um, the guys at the gap always talk about the three freedoms. It's like more money, more time, peace and peace of mind. And yeah. like very clearly those three things are the three motivators for people to go into business. Usually it's like, I'm going to have more mm-hmm. time to spend on my family. I'm going to have more money or I'm going to have this particular lifestyle in mind. And very quickly they discover it isn't any of those things. I'm getting smashed.
1: Totally. <laughs> I have totally. less money
0: and I'm stressed and no time.
1: Oh yeah. And it's, it's like hard to turn off at night kind of thing. You know, mm. like if you're not intentional about it, it can just, it just doesn't turn off. Like COVID made that worse, mm. that, that line between work and personal with lots of people working from home it kind of really blurred so
0: how, how did that go for for you during covid um were you finding that were you feeling like the yeah the the time the the difference between home and work was being blurred and you're working more hours and you you getting smashed was that the same with you
1: uh yeah i got pretty pumped mm. it was it was kind of like um i've never looked so little for work and just had it show up on my doorstep because mm. I think people just couldn't like, obviously everyone was panicking. They needed advice in a hurry. Mm. There was this, this really changing landscape. There was like new grants all over the place. Right. And they probably, I think they just couldn't get their guy on the phone. So I was getting all these um, phone calls, I suppose. And I'm pretty keen on just being transparent with people. Mm. Um, I, I don't really believe in using big words to just trick people. With, yeah. Like, hold things over. them. Like, I don't think like I would just give them general advice and uh, at a certain point, I suppose, if they want to go forward with it, you have to be like, well, you have to jump or not. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm not your accountant. So, yeah. um, <laughs> it was busy and like mm. Marie and I, like early days were of the view, we, we just had our, um, I guess two-year-old daughter at that time. Mm. We were of the view that we shouldn't have her in daycare, even though they were saying daycare is all good. Um, we just tried to keep her at home. So we were doing split shifts. It was, it was pretty intense. Like she was going to work in the morning and I was watching Leia and then around two o'clock I would start and then work into the night. So definitely there was no lifestyle accounting happening at that time. Yeah, It was, it was just surviving. You know, it was early days. And, with COVID.
0: and that experience is the exact same for, for us, you know, less, less the kids. Um, I don't have kids and Tim didn't have kids at the time, but we were just getting smashed. There was just like the, the, the time, the difference between being at work and not being at work was just non-existent. You just were always thinking your brain was always ticking over wondering, oh yeah, this grant, this, oh, there's new information about that. What's this new test for this thing? Totally. Um, like, it, you know, every, every accountant listening to this right now is having flashbacks like, oh, oh no tests. <laughs> having PTSD for yeah. sure. But, but it would be same for so many businesses out there, which is why I think there's lifestyle accounting thing is so relevant right now, because there'd be so many people who were trying to navigate back to that point. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so let, let's talk a little bit about what, what we actually mean then. So, as you started with, you know, um, people start a business because they have this particular lifestyle in their mind, and very quickly realize it's not. And your accountant is someone who you might not think of as the person that can help you get back to that point. But
1: yeah, probably not.
0: But 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 we're like really we're that's we're primed to do it. We know what's going on in your business, and yeah, we know yeah. how to Pretty help. Well yeah. Um. So so what does that look like for you, and when you're helping clients?
1: Well, like a wake-up call for me in my own business was um, I just had, like I was just working, going through the motions, and I, th- I remember chatting with some guys I used to work with in Sydney, mm. um, lovely guys, very hardworking, but borderline workaholics, and uh, they, they were just like saying, oh, you're looking a bit below the weather or whatever, and, and I just said I hadn't been surfing that much, and they were sort of like, you got to go during work hours, which I just would never have expected them to say. Mm-hmm. But, and so I was like, if those guys, cause they were tapping out to go for an hour to the gym, you know, a couple of times a week, mm. which is not a big ask, but if it helps you maintain your sanity, just do it. Yeah. Um, so I think just little things like that, it doesn't mean cruise and just expect to do nothing and get paid. Cause it doesn't mm. work like that. You, you have to be realistic, but be intentional about what you want and, and what you want your business to look like and, and take little steps uh, to sort of, build that into the business. I think it might not happen tomorrow, but um, just take control again, I suppose.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. You've hit a few points right on the head that I think are right. Like one, be intentional about what you're doing and try and take back control of what's happening. I think is, is two big things. So like, you know, in, in this day and age we're often all, you know, as you said, owned by our inbox and our emails and phone calls and all these things that we think we're keeping busy, but, but it's just a lot of it is just busy work and it can be systemized and can be fixed um, and improved. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that's, you know, that's sort of a, a focus of things that we can be doing. But I think the very first step is just defining what it is that you want. Like a lot of people don't, they say, Oh, I want more time. I want to do that. But what does that actually mean? What does that look like? Let's get you know very specific about what are your goals? Mm. what are you trying to do what what lifestyle is it that you want to live um that's where I like to start with clients because it's like sometimes they haven't thought about it they just oh. know they want something different to what's happening right now um oh, yeah like is do you get that a lot
1: yeah, yeah, so like an easy example is um uh. Each week, I'm looking at the surf charts mm. and I'm like, oh, well, Thursday's probably the day or whatever. Yeah. It looks like the best day. Mm. And I'm just not going to book any meetings that, meeting, that that morning. Yeah. The surf's better in the morning. You, ju- you just be intentional about that. Mm. Um, so, I sort of have it written in that I'm going to go grab a, a surf one morning a week. That's mm. it. And that's not a big ask. And if you have to make the time up later, you do it. Mm. But that's an easy one to factor in. And it just gives you a way to define when you're hitting the goal or not. Did mm. you do it or not? You know what I mean? So you catch yourself out when you're mm. just going back to working too much again.
0: Yeah, and I really like I really like that you like you start with something like that. Like I go for one surf a week in the mornings. It's like, well that's yeah, as you said, that's not a big ass. That's a small incremental step. It's like, all right, I'm gonna start here. This is the one I mean, thing I'm gonna do. And at the end of the week, if I've done that, I feel like I've accomplished something with like regaining some of my lifestyle back. Um yeah. And then, so you start to plan around that. Like, all right, well, in, to be able to be able to do that, what do I need? W- what's clogging up my time to stop me to do that? Um, that's sort of the next step that we like to take. It's like, all right, well, now we know what it is that you want, and it might be that it's more time. In this case, it's like, all right, well, what's taking up your time? That's that's oh, yeah. that's where we'll go, and we'll go. All right, cool. Let's let's figure that out. Let's let's work through a few. Um, workshops or a few things here to try and figure out where are you are spending your time? You know, what's what's things that can be automated or systemized or fixed or delegated that delegated, you can then yeah. get that time back. Um, and it's really like, like, this sounds so simple, <laughs> but you really just need someone external to you to look at the picture and say, this is probably the thing that's that can be fixed. Is oh, that totally. what you reckon?
1: Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So it's it's kind of a thing. When you're a business owner, you wear too many hats, you try and do everything. Mm. And uh, you covered this really well with, I think Laura a few weeks ago, but mm. at a certain point you're overwhelmed. And if you want things to go forward, you have to get out from in the business and work on the business. Mm. So um, you have to kind of just, just, that's really hard because it's your baby, you know?
0: Oh, oh it's it's so difficult. We're like. Tim and I have ex- like and, and you know full disclosure you know we we try and practice what we preach but sometimes you fall back into habits it just it's just what happens in life you know It'll you just get, be quicker yeah, yeah, yeah totally it, and and you just you know um it, it's happened to me recently is that you know my 4 days a week went out the window for a while <laughs> i just mm-hmm. i just wasn't doing it um there's always something i thought i could be doing or whatever but Um, I've been very intentional recently in trying to reclaim that time again, you know, reading deep work a while ago was something that really triggered my mind to start rethinking about this stuff properly. Um, And, and we also did a podcast with Heather, um, not the recent time she was on, but the one before that Heather Smith, Mm -hmm. which was talking about, you know, apps to regain your time and and also things you can be doing like task batching and all these sorts of things. So um, yeah, I think, I think unless you're really intentional about it, unless you're really thinking about it, you are going to fill that time up.
1: Well, you, you guys do a good job with like, you did book reviews, right? The um, mm. book nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> but that's really good. And, and I get the same kind of enthusiasm from reading good books. They're yeah. Often they're kind of salesy, but they just set you back on track. You know, they just get you motivated, mm. passionate about your business. What do I get out of bed? What do I want to achieve? What do I want to build? You know?
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Even
1: if they just even if you don't take something concrete out of it, but they just lift your mood and get you back to like, no, I want to do things better.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and a lot of the things that we've been reading lately have been around, you know, inadvertently, but I think it has been around this this lifestyle accounting idea where it's like, we think we can help people regain their lifestyle and, and, and you know, taking a step back again, you know, back to trying to de- define what this thing actually is. Um it is that link between what your business gives you and what you want. Oh, yeah. I, th- I think that's that's sort of a, a definition I've just made up in my head. But but I think really, you know, <laughs> that's the whole reason you start a small business is you've got something in mind and, and you need help to relink those two things.
1: Well, I think people care about that more than they care about saving tax, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Like- and, and, you know, I always talk to people about that. I, I'm sure you get this all the time. Someone comes on board and the fir- if the first thing they mention is tax, want to save tax. And I'm like, well, that's great, but let's talk about the bigger picture. Like we're accountants, totally. we're going to do that. We're going to do everything we can to make sure that you're not paying more tax than what you need to be paying. Um, yep. But that should be um, a consider a Yeah, exactly. It's a given. The, the thing totally. that we should be talking about is how do we get your business kicking goals that you want to be kicking? How, how do we make sure that you're home in time at the time you want to be home? How do we make sure that you're earning enough money to achieve the goals that you've got personally? Um, that's, that's a more valuable conversation than, Oh, Hey, we've saved you a couple grand in tax.
1: Oh yeah. So I like, I'm just looking at doing a bit of a marketing push on this kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, you start writing up all this, like, it's kind of salesy sounding and then, you know, you have to pull yourself back from the edge a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's kind of like we're gonna. You want to try and give people back what's what's even what's so scarce, you know, their time. That's yeah. the thing that business owners don't have, and that's probably the thing that they just went into business in the first place for.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we're the same, you know. We're um, we've been talking about these ever gestating online courses that we've been making, um, and and we're we're almost to the point of, of releasing them. But a whole big part of those are, are about reconnecting what you want to what the business does and and having that time back and, and figuring out and systemizing things. And yeah, it's really, that, that is what people want. You know, a, an, another avenue that we go down in this path um, is, is talking a bit about like you personally as a, as you know, you've got your business's health, but then your health, so like your mental health, physical health or all, all that kind of stuff, which, you know, we're mm. accountants. We don't need to be preaching you on those things, but there is a huge link between those things and how your business goes as well. So it's like really Tying you and your business together um, has its negative effects. And, and we want to we make sure that you're able to work on you, but also your business can provide you the ability to do that. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, there's, just, it's, there's so much we could be talking about in this space. Uh, I think when we spoke on the phone the other day, you were saying, yeah, it really could, it, it is sort of the next avenue that I think accountants will be known for is, is this lifestyle accounting advice.
1: Oh, I think so. I think it's about to be a buzzword to be honest, but yeah, it's all it is, is just putting a term on something that's probably been desirable the whole time. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so there, there's always going to be folks, I think, that just want, you know, to get their tax return done or whatever and save tax, but mm. it's just like your accountant could probably help you with so much more. <laughs> yeah. to them.
0: And, and to be honest, we want to be helping you with so much more. It doesn't satisfy me to do a tax return like completely. Yeah. It, it, but if I can help someone spend more time with their family and, and have a smile on their face while they're running the business, then that makes me happy. That's what fulfills me in my business. Yeah, totally. So Uh, the
1: other bit that I would tie into that intentional mm. is, is, um, and and you hear it a bit about when you talk about marketing and Mm. like I've heard you guys chat through marketing on on your podcast as well, Mm. but just being authentic. Mm. So people don't, It's okay to have, like, goals that are, um, I don't know, early days I felt a little shy to say out loud, like, oh, I'm going to go surf, like, one morning a week or whatever, on office hours, Mm. but I'm just human. Yeah. Like, that's not, just own it. Like, that's that's just who you are. I I make up the time somewhere else. Mm. um, Just do it. Yeah. So, when we went to Canada for two months, like, I couldn't just turn things off, right? And and we hadn't been over to see Marie's family in, like, three years because of COVID. Mm. So... There had to be some sort of compromise, and to be honest, I just planned the hell out of that. I just communicated well. There's no way you can just disappear. Mm. You just have to speak about it up front. And uh, to be honest, no one took any issue. No, no clients had any issues. But I mean, I couldn't imagine they would anyway. We'd just been away from family for so long, and mm. um, I just made a compromise of working like three days a week while I was over there. So mm.
0: it's balance. And and you were in Canada, like like that's the <laughs> like that's the. The thing about it is like, um, yeah, it's it's just all about planning. It's just all about thinking about what it is that you want and then just making steps and actions to get there.
1: Totally. It kind of, some things kind of worked overly well. Like the, the email inbox was just static all day. I'll just get stuff done. Yeah. And then emails would come through overnight, right? <laughs> that is weird. good actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so like, but it's not good enough to make you want to come back here and just work through, do the dawn shift. But yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't <laughs>
0: want to be doing that, although uh, I've got a system at the moment where and um I, I certain days of the week I've specifically booked out for for I'm, I'm not being interrupted on anything so I don't get emails, I don't get phone calls, my team don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. There's just certain blocks of work during the week where it's like right i'm I'm in a deep work session, no one talked to me, so my emails are off. I don't get a single email, I don't get a single team's right. message, I don't get a single phone call. And then I just respond to them later that day. Um, yep. And so that is an example of like, as long as I get back to people within the day, if that's yeah, our plan, no. they, they don't really, people just want to know that their their issue is being taken care of. Um, yep. And if I'm, if they call me in the morning and I call them at lunch, yeah, fine, that's great. They, most of the time, you know, issues seem urgent, but they're not.
1: Yeah, we're not doctors. No <laughs> yeah. one's dying. You know, like. Exactly. Like, if yeah. you've got
0: a problem in in zero, or you've got a tax question, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that could be answered later, mm-hmm. and and clients are generally fine with that as long as they expect the expectation is that you will get back to them about it. Um, of
1: course, but I mean that's a beautiful example of like that's a really simple little system. Mm. I just concentrate for a while mm. and build that expectation in that people give me a bit of space to get some things done. Yeah, super, su- super easy to set up. Super easy to hold yourself accountable. Was I working during the block that I said I wouldn't work? Yeah. Uh, sorry, let interruptions come in.
0: So I, I've, I've pushed this onto our team and um, uh, our Beck, who's been on the podcast before, she came to ZeroCon with us. Anyway, um, I was helping her set up something similar. And so mm. I, I, and I, I like to give things funny names or just dumb names. So she's got Don't Talk To Me Thursdays. That's like her thing. And <laughs> so every Thursday people know that Beck's got Don't Talk To Me Thursdays. <laughs> she's known for it yeah it's just it's her thing it's don't talk to me <laughs> thursday and um, which doesn't rhyme it doesn't make anything but it's just it's just funny and and people and people don't take offense because it's don't talk to me thursday and she just smashes work out and then she answers all of her queries and things later and it's awesome she just gets the stack of work done
1: Yep, for sure so on the individual level for sure people could have their little processes and their little systems mm-hmm. and work like that but even even as um At the business level this is something that you don't consider until the day that you're probably thinking oh i'm going to sell my business someone just offered me money or whatever but you know a business is probably worth nothing if it's entirely dependent on you so but people don't think about that until it's kind of (laughs) the final hour so you should always be trying to Write little handbooks, build little systems. Yeah, you, you want to make yourself redundant. Just, you know, you exactly. Want to to run on
0: autopilot, exactly, exactly. So yeah, yeah a lot of people fishing. don't. Yeah, a lot of people don't think about that. Yeah, their business, if it's just you doing all the work, that's worthless. Almost like it's a job. That's not. That's not a business. That's not an asset that you can then sell. Um, so systemizing and getting your time back actually gives you more worth. <laughs>
1: totally. Have you read that book, um, A Myth by Michael Gerber?
0: So that is our next book nuggets. Um, Tim's halfway through it, I think, and I haven't started it yet.
1: It's that's yeah, pretty funny.
0: It's when, all when about systems and things, right?
1: Yeah, it is. So it's on my um it's on my counter. It's it's kinda hard. With young kids you think you'd get stuff done, it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. But um it's on it's next to my bed. So I'm when are you doing it? Like I should read it before you review it.
0: Yeah, so the plan was um, our second last podcast of December. So like the week of the 15th, or 16th, but that'll depend on okay. Tim's ability to finish the book in that time frame. <laughs> Okay. with his well, newborn the, the, baby.
1: The infamous quote out of that book, the one mm-hmm. that I was like, that's it, I'm buying it, is uh, I wrote it down here. If your business depends on you, then you don't own a business, you have a job and it's the worst job in the world because you're working for a lunatic. <laughs>
0: It's, quite, it's, quite it's true. It's absolutely true. Yeah, I think um, Tim was telling me something about like, the start of it's all, and it's, it's funny because we, we've gone through this journey recently in our business where um, um, you know we've we've redefined a lot of what our values are and our what we call like our strategic compass and mm-hmm. and team roles and and making sure that that's all very clear and systemized and clear and rewards and consequences and all these things. We've gone through this big long process about it. Apparently. That's like the first step that this guy in that book talks about is getting all that sorted and then start systemizing. And then, and then what you've got is an asset. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to go down that journey. But this again is all part of then giving people the lifestyle that they want because, totally. And, totally. and people don't make that link either. It's like, all right, yeah, why am I talking about my my goals and my values that how's that helping me? It was like, that is it. That's what helps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what gives you your time back by being able to, you know, help your team perform in a way that you would do it or, um, being able to delegate them um, tasks that might be a little bit more complicated because you know, they're going to deal with it in the way that you would.
1: Oh yeah. And if like, if you can build it so that, uh, I don't know, you only have to go in and work two days a week or you can just pick the fun parts of it that you want to do. Mm. Um, you know, you can either sell something like that or you can just keep it there making money while, yeah, you work two days a week.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I'm not there yet, but um, that's what, you know, I'm shooting for.
1: <laughs> oh, mate, I'm at the start of the road. But, you know, it's about it's about, it's about being intentional.
0: Yeah, and I, I think what we're really kind of nailing on the head here is that yeah, these things don't happen in one giant step. It's usually small little incremental steps. What's our big problem right now? All right, let's tackle that one. And that's going to free me up for this thing. Great. We've done that let's move to the next one and then over time these little small changes all of a sudden you'll realize that oh I'm I'm working 4 days a week and mm. I'm I'm getting in two surf's a week and you know it's, suddenly these things just happen
1: that's the metric yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: surf's per week is a new KPI
1: do do you um what do you build out like do you build out a knowledge base like is that the old employee handbook, right? That no one ever looks at. But you yep. can digitize this. Do you, do you do something like that?
0: So I've just created um, something similar to this. We, we used to have old like processes and things that just were old mm-hmm. and we never updated them because there was only us really doing it all and what was the point? Mm-hmm. And then we realized there was a point and we need to fix that. Um, totally. So I've just created like a, um, a team guide, which is very brief, mm-hmm. um, which I've made everyone read through and agree on and now we're all going to sign it.
1: Cool.
0: As like a in blood, this is what we're we're all agreeing upon. But then, in terms of like procedures in the business, we've got um, a lot of automations that help with it. So like we've got a we use ClickUp, which is a like a tool that we've got recently. That we've, we've got c- rules. Yeah, we've just it's got a bunch of one. so if you do this one thing, and then all right, that flows into this thing, and then that flows. That so is. it's just like the processes are automated in that. But the next mm. step is to then literally like write actual procedures on a bunch of these things and have them somewhere. So when new people come on, we can go through it. So we're not up to that part yet, but we're, we have been working on it.
1: So there's a YouTube channel that you should check out if you haven't already called Layla Mm and process driven. Mm -hmm. Is this on your radar? No. Look that up. It's a game changer. Okay. So she, I'm getting excited about systems.
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're accountants here. That's fine.
1: No, but. Um, She goes on and on and on and on about uh, standard operating procedures, SOPs. And you can build that out in ClickUp in like a section called, uh, I don't know.
0: So you use ClickUp?
1: Yeah. Yeah, for anyone that doesn't know. So ClickUp is a bit like Asana or Trello or Mm. uh, Monday or whatever. Mm. Um, It just is kind of cheaper and does a lot of stuff better than all the others. And yeah, you might like can. Kanban boards or mm. lists or whatever, but you can just toggle it. So it'll give it to you in whatever format you want. That's
0: what I liked. You could have the different options. And so yeah, we, we've actually built our entire like tax lodgement program in there as well. Like every job goes through there now.
1: And the native automations, like mm. they're pretty, you know, as long as you can keep automations within one ecosystem, there's less chance of things falling through the cracks. I'm, I'm getting too granular here, but it's pretty good. And there is an area where you can build out basically like what an employee handbook is, but it can link to like a loom video on how we do that process or like a, I don't know, like a certain, certain things like when you set up a company, right? Like you need the general information to get filled out from a client in order to um, go ahead and incorporate it. You've just got me,
0: you've just gotten me so excited about that because I, because obviously, so we use the same tools. We use we use Loom for heaps of stuff internally and with our clients and we use ClickUp for everything. And then you've just put those two things together because we've only just got ClickUp maybe like two months ago. Yeah. Um, and you've just put those two things together in my mind and now I'm all like, I can see it. I can see the yeah, path.
1: Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'm happy to um, find a 15-minute find a slot. I'm happy to mm. show you the insides of my ClickUp, whatever you want. But yeah, That's pretty... So the problem with ClickUp is it's very, very, very customizable. So you need to think about how, to, how does my process look and mm-hmm. then map it out. Otherwise you'll kind of build it all and then think of a better way and you'll have to undo it and redo it.
0: Yeah, our problem, <laughs> and it's not really a problem. It's part of our DNA that we're constantly searching for new and better ways, mm. always. Like, and it's to our detriment. Sometimes we invent a system, we start using it and then all of a sudden someone comes up with a better idea and we just pivot and we do it, um, which is good but can be a little bit disruptive, um, which is probably why we haven't got such solid standard operating procedures on a bunch of those things because we have adapted them a lot over the recent – no, really over the last 10 years. Um, mm. But there are a few things that we do now that are pretty, pretty. you know, they're not going to change. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, yeah.
1: Yeah, ClickUp's got that functionality or like uh, GetGuru is another good one, just like a digital – a mini – a mini Google where you can just search for
0: your how to's. Yeah, no, I'm um, I'm gonna do this. This is good. We need to talk about this. Go. <laughs> sure. Take it offline. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So let's let's go back, back to square one. What have we done here? Lifestyle accounting. It is um, what everyone actually wants. It's to figure out what their what their own personal goals is, what the lifestyle they want to achieve is, and then help um, from an accountant to get your business to help you achieve that right? right I said that in a very confusing way but essentially accountants can help you have a better lifestyle through your business oh yeah and there are many things that that might involve it might involve helping you systemize it might involve uh, helping your business do better better profitability better cash flow whatever it is um, helping you figure out where are your times going um this this is like a million things we can be helping you with that isn't just your tax
1: yeah so the one that blows my mind is the number of people that are flying without a budget or a cash flow forecast yeah do you know what i mean like there's lots of people that just wing it oh they i, I know what you mean from the bank balance yeah
0: <laughs> i know what you mean which is crazy yeah it's it's in it's scary how often people do that um the, the amount of people that come in, uh, and, that's, and that's why my my number one saying to a lot of people who come in and tell me they've got a tax problem is that they don't have a tax problem; they have a cash flow problem. Totally. And and I go, so you know, and they go, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Well, did you account for the tax you'd have to pay? Did you did you yeah, yeah, do that?" Totally. And they're like, "No." And I was like, "Well, yeah. So you don't have a tax problem. You always owed that. <laughs> you yeah. have a cash flow problem. You're spending too much elsewhere, or you're not budgeting for it properly, or whatever it is." Um, so, yeah, I agree. Just like something simple like that you don't think is related to helping you get your time back or your life back, mm-hmm. but it is. It's crucial.
1: So, yeah, two quick wins to anyone that that resonated with. Mm. You could – I know it's boring. Keep your accounting file up to date. It's meaningless unless it's kept up to date. Mm. And if you don't have time to do it, pay someone to do it. Yep. That's step one. And then step two is there's all these bolt-ons to zero, you know, that these cash flow apps like Float or whatever that will cost you, whatever it is, are 100 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. But it'll give you visibility over what your cash is doing, when you can expect it to come in. Yeah. That, that's not a lot for peace of mind.
0: No, nah. oh, absolutely. And, and you know, there's all sorts of little tips and tricks that you can do to help. Like, yeah, we can do a whole other podcast on the tools available to help you with these things. But the point is there's just a million things that your accountant can be helping you with right now to improve your lifestyle. And so you should give them a call and ask them.
1: But even yeah, we're sounding a bit salesy. But mm. even even like think about the quarterly quarterly advisory meeting. It, it is what you said. It is. It's basically a sounding board. Mm. But that's that's kind of important, you know. Like being in business can be lonely.
0: Oh, it's so yeah. Accountability is is massive, um, and yeah. you know, if if you don't have somebody that you've got to talk to, uh, you know, show that you did do what you said you were going to do, or bounce an idea off that you're just unsure about, then. You're probably unlikely to do a lot of the things. You've got to be pretty self-driven to do that. Um, you know, I'm lucky that I've got Tim. Um, you know, we can do that to each other. You know, we're business partners, and but we still reach out to people externally that that we have in sort of our group of you know. There's people out there that we might consider mentors to some degree, or just peers that that keep us on our toes. Um, so you need to find that.
1: Yeah, honestly, you guys, whether you realize it or not, have you know, you've built a little community of people that, that probably see, they check themselves against against what some of the, the things that you guys have to talk about.
0: Well, that's good. I'm, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> no, I'm sure. I think of all the sole practitioners out there that, mm. they, you know, that's a good thing that came out of COVID is there's a bit, there's a lot of collaboration.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm not
1: sure it was there a minute ago, you know.
0: No, I, I agree with that. I mean, when, when I first started, it was probably the same with you. Like we, we rarely spoke to other accountants. That, you know, mm-hmm. that there's literally an accountant next door. Like through this wall behind me is another accountant. And we never spoke to them. Um, and there's like five other account, accountants just in, within like a few kilometer radius of where we are. And we just never spoke to them for years. Mm-hmm. Um and now yeah, there's been a few that we've gone out and caught up with lunch and just hung out with and be like, cool, what are you guys doing? <laughs> What's going on in your business? Uh, and then things like Xerocon or other expos that that go on, just mm-hmm. chatting to people. Um, yeah, it's 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 so much better now working together than it was in little silos.
1: Yeah, surely they they couldn't have put their head down walking past you after you started a podcast. So, like they know who you are. You exist. <laughs> Yeah,
0: no? Um, yeah. No, they're an odd yeah. bunch. Um, <laughs> they they were a bit old, old. They were an older firm than us, um, and I think the they looked down on us sort of as like the young kids, the young whippersnappers. Um, even though Tim's dad owned this business for like twenty years. Um, yeah. Uh, but they recently sold to another accounting firm. Is a bit more progressive, so maybe we'll maybe we'll be friends with them after all. But the other accountants around, we yeah, we we've been catching up with people all the time, and it's 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 so nice. But yeah, if you're not an accountant, if you're just a business owner out there, get part of a, a network of other people, other small businesses in the area, um, oh, yeah. and just catch up with them.
1: Yeah, you just have to find your tribe a bit. I mm. mean, there was a there was a young lady that got in touch, not long ago actually, a few days ago, and she was like. It was obvious she was scoping something for her folks. Mm. And I just flat out was like, you'll find it. You got to kind of find someone who'll be a better fit.
0: Because
1: mm. you know how there's that weird thing that like partners of an accounting firm, their clients tend to be 15 years either side of them. It's just <laughs> who you get on with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever notice that? Like it's just what you have. In, it's the stage of life you're in.
0: Yep, yep. No, so it kind of works like that. You, you generally attract people that uh, are similar to you in some way.
1: Hmm. So like it's not that I couldn't help, but I was mm. just like, well, they're gonna get it. They're gonna get more out of I think probably someone closer to their stage of life. That's all. And that's okay to say. And
0: that's and that's another example of of improving your lifestyle because you can take on every client there is, but they're just going you're gonna be frustrated with them, they're gonna be frustrated with you, you're gonna yeah, spend a lot of mental energy on it. It's be intentional. Be intentional. That's the that's the one takeaway from today, Jack, is be intentional. I love it. All right. Let's finish up our main topic there.
1: Cool.
0: That was good. Um, have you got another thing? Anything you'd like to recommend out there in the world?
1: Uh, I'm just thinking about my van.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm not recommending it. Yeah. I could recommend that everyone gets get a van. Yeah. Because yep. it's pretty hard to <laughs> go back once you have a van.
0: So I'm, I'm in the process of looking for a new car. Uh, I have been yep. for about a year. Um, and that's simply because... I just couldn't decide what I wanted and then there was big delays on new cars and then legislation changed, which made EVs more attractive. But then I'm like, but I also want to go like traveling around in my car. And then so mm-hmm. I have contemplated a van. So this is this is your time. Sell me on it. Why should I get right. a van?
1: Um, so we've just had vans for ages. Like mm. Marie and I have just traveled around a bit and you just, you just don't have to like muck around with strapping things on the roof. Mm. There's none of that. You just throw things in the back. Um, while we used to go camping a little bit in it when we, we've got young kids now, we don't Mm. do too much of that, but like Fridays, we often knock off early and just drive up onto the headland with a pizza, Mm. have a picnic in the back of it. Um, so that's kind of, um, that's kind of pretty nice. Mm. Um, but yeah, just the space, like with kids, (laughs) you just drag so much crap around.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, especially with young kids, you got prams and you got, nappies and your travel bag.
1: But we're, um, that's it. We're kind of near the coast. So it's starting to to rust in certain areas. And I I kind of figure it's going to have to get stripped back. So then they can just paint it brand colors. (laughs) (laughs) My wife thinks I'm mad, but I think I'm going to do that.
0: By the way, I, so I've, I've mentioned this to you before, but to anyone else out there, so you're currently wearing one of your shirts, right? Yeah. The other kind of shirt, the, not the baseball sleeve one, Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's just a good shirt. Like I wear it all the time. Like I, <laughs> there, there's nice. photos of me in Hamilton Island hiking in your shirt and there's like I wear it to like people probably think I'm promoting my own accounting firm because I wear your shirt around a fair bit. Yeah. It's, Wait,
1: you just tell them, yeah, this, yeah, my firm, this one here. Yeah. yeah, really well and <laughs> just call cool and yeah. have a chat to this guy named Joe.
0: <laughs> yeah. I always laugh because whenever I'm, especially when I'm exercising, I'm always wearing like accounting related shirts just cause I get a mm-hmm. bunch of shirts at expos and things. Um, and so like there was a series of photos I started on Instagram and didn't continue with, but it was like me in a practice ignition shirt. And then the next mm-hmm. day I'm wearing a sweet file shirt. And then the next day I'm wearing like a zero shirt and <laughs> just going to the gym and, but, but your shirt has entered into that rotation and I, I do wear it a lot. It is a good shirt.
1: But it's just a good cut. I don't know. Mm. I could have got cheaper shirts when I got them made, but mm. I decided to just spend on a good cut because if people feel like it, it's flattering. It's comfortable. Yeah, you can wear it, and then whatever.
0: Yeah, well, a, I'm wearing one of our newer shirts at the moment. Nice. Um, and it's a good shirt, but it, like after a few washes, you start to feel it. It's 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 starting to starting to like get a bit deteriorate. Deteriorate. Yeah, it's it's not as nice. Um. So I'm looking to up the standard of the next ones.
1: With the first when I the first time I went to the guy with who did shirts, the guy in town here, um, he just did a test run like mm. on these cheaper quality shirts, and you could tell the difference. So mm. I, I wear them in the water. Like people probably think I'm weird, <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Like there's I've got good shirts now. Why would I wear those
0: ones? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right. So that's good. My other thing this week then. Um, and maybe this is why I do need a van is I went sup boarding on the weekend. So I bought a, cool. I bought an inflatable sup board, which nice. I was hesitant about. Cause I was thinking, are they going to be any good if I'm blowing it up? Is it going to like get in there and it's like going to be a U shaped sup board as I'm trying to like paddle along in the water. And it mm-hmm. wasn't, they're awesome. They're like rock solid. Mm-hmm. Like once they're fully pumped up, which took forever on the beach, I'm gonna have to buy an electric pump. Um, mm-hmm. But when I was out there, it was awesome. It was a beautiful sunny day uh, paddling around and there was a dolphin jumping in and out of the waves just near me and okay. I was like this is why people do this I get it like I've lived on the beach my whole life I don't surf because I've tried several times I'm just not very good um, but subboarding I could get into this where did you go? Uh, are you familiar with the coast? central coast?
1: Uh, I got yeah my aunties head along
0: okay I was in uh, Tawoon Bay if you know where that is so it's um, the next beach down from the entrance
1: okay it's kind of on the north end then, right?
0: Yeah, north end. So, that's where, where we live on the north end of the central coast.
1: Cool. Yeah, it's a nice spot there. Yeah. But um, water sports are nice, you know, if you can get out. It's it's free. Mm. We live in, you know, we live in a beautiful country. So Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, next but time. Yeah, that's a good
1: reason to get a van.
0: Next time I, because um, I, I drive up to Queensland a fair bit, Jack, as I've said to you before, next time I'm driving up and I'm deciding to do a stopover in Coffs, I'll let you know, mm-hmm. but I'll make sure it's a Wednesday night so I can come out for a Thursday morning surf.
1: Yeah, why not do that? Yeah, they're not always Thursdays. Maybe give me a few days notice because <laughs> I'll pick. I'll pick the day. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but there's people around here that get into supping, like in rivers and that. Yeah, you, you might have fun doing that too.
0: Yeah, it's cool. It's good fun. It's like the yeah. I can't surf version of surfing.
1: <laughs> nah, but it's it's kind of like um. So the Bellingen River here, right? Mm-hmm. People go in kayaks up and down that thing, but there's a lot of bull sharks in it.
0: Yeah, so right.
1: I'm, not, I'm not brave enough to go and do that. <laughs> when, but um, but when you could do something
0: like that. When I was on the subboard, board, I went out and um, I just saw like a fin pop up. And for a second, mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, it's a shark. Because like I've, I've grown up on the beach. I've spent plenty of time in the water. and not mm-hmm. afraid of sharks. But I saw it and I thought, okay, I should probably head back in. And then I realized it was a dolphin. And I was like, oh, this turned from a scary moment to a awesome moment.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that never gets, you never get used to that. No. You see a fin, you go, oh, <laughs> and then, <laughs> no, it's all right. It was just a dolphin. <laughs> you never really get used to that.
0: Yep. All right. Well, that probably brings us to the end of our podcast today. Um, if people want to get in touch with you, Jack, how do they find you?
1: Oh, just jump on the website, backbeachaccounting.com.au. Nice. We're a good starting point.
0: Yep. And uh, just Jack Dixon on LinkedIn, if they want to go in there and find that, uh um uh, the Excel type in what you want it to do formula.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's up there. I mean, I'm not too active on LinkedIn, but yeah. when I find something I think's helpful, I drop it there.
0: Nice. Uh, all right. Well, if people want to get in touch with us, two drunk podcast at gmail.com, two drunk accountants and other socials, two drunk au for our website. Don't forget to send in your drunky nominations. Jack, I expect you to send in a few nominations, uh, see, see what you think. Um, but make sure everyone said, I've, I've had plenty of tight ass tips. So, you know, that's a hotly contested um award this year. So people should be sending those in.
1: I'm not gonna win that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there's been a few good ones. Um and then um yeah, but there's a whole bunch of awards. Make sure you go and check them out on our socials because I'm posting dumb stuff about it all the time. Um and uh yeah. off? Um, probably like mid December.
1: Okay. All right, so it's like a soft deadline. It's a
0: soft deadline. Um, cool. We'll probably record in that like third week of December, we will record an episode about the drunkies. It, so it's just over the next three weeks, make sure people get those nominations into us because yeah, they're hotly contested. Hotly. Hotly so contested, hotly. yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, well, thanks for listening, everybody, and we will calculate you later.